0: Thank you for tuning in to episode 18 of African and American with your girl, Six the Goddess. And keep in mind, I'm a goddess and I'm sensitive about my shift. Love and peace, family. Uh, It's been a week since I've seen you. I hope everybody's well. I am doing amazing. Uh, Let's just go ahead and get right into this week. I wanted to start this week's episode off with this particular topic because it's it's something that plagues uh, it just plagues our relationships between black man and black woman Uh, and that is the relationship detox So, basically, something that needs to be detoxed is anything full of toxins. Majority of us um, either grew up in toxic households or um, there's a lot of toxic behavior that we have become complacent with within our relationships between man and woman. So, we have to... And and a, and a de- the relationship detox goes for both sexes in different ways. Because the way that a brother would need to relationship detox is very different than the way a woman needs to relationship detox. Uh, two very different things. Um, I guess we'll just go ahead and start off with the brothers. So if you are a man who is you know, adamant on having a wife, having a family, building a legacy, a man who is serious about nation building, you know, a man who is serious about um, creating a home and a future with a sister. There are certain things that that is going to require of you because the reality is a lot of us want these super productive healthy relationships but we're not in shape to receive that we're just not so if you are a black man who is in or has been in a relationship with a masculinized black woman and let's just take a second to remember that the masculinized black woman is not under that under those circumstances out of choice okay the masculinization of black women was a adaption I want I almost want to say an evolution but I feel like when we say evolution we think of something positive or we automatically our brains automatically go to evolution means you know evolving into something better but that's not always the case there is a such thing as a counterproductive evolution there is a point there is uh there is a such thing as pointless evolution you can evolve into you can evolve <laughs> into something um without purpose you can evolve into the wrong thing so it's almost an evolution uh but not a, pe- in, a in a positive forward thinking Type of manner. So when black women had their men taken away from them, which these are our great great grandmothers, okay, this was not a long time ago. So when our men were ripped from us, it required us to mutate almost and pick up certain masculine qualities because we immediately were stuck with masculine responsibilities. Okay, You know, it's, it's so easy for us to just shame, since we love that word, shaming, <laughs> shaming. Um, since we love shaming black women for being, a, quote unquote, too strong, having attitudes, being abrasive. It's unfair to call her all those names without the understanding of how she got that way. Because like I said, it was never a choice. No woman chooses pain, No one, no woman chooses a natural circumstance. So, um, we have to first be understanding of why this masculinization has taken place. Um, so I just wanted to throw that in there. So, back to what I was saying. So, now if you are a black man present day, you have you probably are in or have been in a relationship with a masculinized black woman. I personally, I don't I, I don't like to generalize all black men necessarily, but I feel like all black men have experienced a masculinized black woman in a very close setting in some point in his life. Most black men at some point in their lives, they were living under the same roof with a masculinized black woman, be it their grandmother, their mother, or their sisters, or be it aunts, or be it their own girlfriends or fiancés or wives okay that's my personal I have I can't personally think of any black men that I know that have been free from ever experiencing a masculinized black woman all right so what happens when the masculinized black woman has become your comfort zone okay if you had one in mama's that was always cussing you out and beating your ass how do what I mean where do you go from there if that has become the norm in what you see when you're seeing a black woman supposedly looking out for you or trying to make you a better person, then think of how that makes you respond as an adult. If you're, when you're going to choose a spouse, imagine if you actually do, you know, men say they want a feminine woman. Now, let's say you actually do run into that feminine woman, but you're, you, you've been programmed for, you, for your norm in, in what a woman that loves you is. You've been programmed for her to conduct herself differently than what a feminine woman will. All right. This is what I see most commonly when it comes to men uh, dealing with a feminine woman after dealing with a masculinized woman is that he takes the feminine woman's natural feminine actions and he, 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 um, he, he, he accepts them in a negative way. He brings them in in a negative fashion. And I'm going to give you an example on what I mean. Okay, if you're not used to feminine women, then you're not used to a woman either calmly or silently expressing her feelings. Masculine women are not arguing back. I mean, I'm sorry. Feminine women are not arguing back and forth with no man. They are not getting in no man's face. They are not raising their voice at him. They are not blowing up his phone. They are not sending him 10 page long text messages, cussing him out. That is not what a feminine woman is doing feminine woman values her womb and her energy she does not waste it every piece of her energy she spends is calculated and she expects a a return on that investment so if you as a man are used to arguing with a woman name calling with a woman you know getting physical with a woman having a woman get in your face have her demean you Now, when you run into this this feminine woman who is honest about her feelings, feminine women do not lie about their feelings. Feminine women are not falling apart or scared or anxious. And then when you be like, you know, are you okay? She's not lying saying, oh, yeah, I'm fine. You know, I'm going to be strong. She's not doing that. If she's scared, she's letting you know that. If she's frustrated, she's letting you know that. Now, I'm going to show you different ways that different types of women may deliver um, certain things. Okay, you know, as women, you definitely want attention from your man. So this is the way a negative, I'm sorry, a masculine woman um, conveys her missing her partner or feeling as though she's not getting uh, enough attention from her partner feeling as though her partner may be distant, just, you know, when a woman is wanting that special attention from her man, a masculine woman may pick a fight with him. A masculine woman may um, set up the fights, like set scenarios up to be able to fight. They may purposely do things that they know this man does not like in order to get his attention because She's not focused on what kind of attention that she needs, so she does anything to invoke any kind of attention because there are a lot of men out here that do not give a woman attention unless it's for something negative. You know, he'll ignore her all day until she says something he doesn't like and then he'll respond to that. So what happens is now these masculinized women have seen that. Now subconsciously, if she wants your attention... Um, she's going to go about it, like I said, by invoking those negative emotions, those, that negative energy. As a man, there are a lot of men where their mothers only spoke to them if it was to correct them. Where their mothers only spoke with them if it was to tell them not to do something or to yell at them. You have many black men where they did not have a woman in their life that only spoke that 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 was speaking positive things to them, letting them know, okay, you know you did this well, encouraging them, speaking to them with respect. There are very few black men that have experienced that, so now, even in his relationship, he now does what his mom did to him to his woman, and you know unless he's and the only other time he's saying nice things is if he's having sex with her. <laughs> You know, there are a lot of men like that. If he's not having sex with his woman, he's not necessarily going out his way to have majority positive things to say. There are a lot of women wanting attention from their man because the only time she gets his attention is when he's snapping at her the way he was snapped on growing up. Because the way a feminine woman is going to handle that is to be like, you know, hey, honey, you know, it really hurts my feelings when, you know, we don't we don't spend enough time together or you know it's really been bothering me and I really miss you and I would like for us to that's the way a feminine woman is going to um to convey her feelings towards a man. Now, if you're a man that is used to dealing with feminine women, then you're going to take that as her tripping. You're going to take that as her nagging you in a way. So now you're basically have set yourself up to where you're almost impossible to deal with. A woman can't get to you being masculine. A woman can't get to you being feminine. And, and ladies, that's how you can kind of tell if the man that you're dating is ready for your femininity. If you, if you, you know, express yourself to him and he takes that more as you're tripping or you're, you're making things up, he's, he may not be ready to be with a woman that is honest about the way she feels. And that's fine. It's not necessarily your job to make him be ready. I don't even think you can make him be ready. So the men have to be aware of this so that if you would kind of encounter this problem in dating, which I'm sure that many of you have, that you know why why you're reacting that way. Because when feminine is honest about um, its emotions, the masculine has to accept that honesty. The masculine has to... Uh, has to kind of reciprocate that balance back and make her safe, feel safe to express um, how she feels so that she can do it in a calm, feminine, effective manner. In a manner that should make you as a man want to say, okay, if this is how my woman feels, I need to set my game up. I need to make sure she's good. But when you have a woman like, oh, nigga, you ain't shit. You don't do shit. You don't never, that doesn't make you want to... You know, show that woman that you care. So before we say, you say as a man, okay, I need a woman that is soft, that is feminine. You have to make sure you're ready. Because if you don't do that relationship detox, because you, it, it, it's women, as women, and we're going to talk about this in a second. As women, we have to detox our wombs. Men kind of need to like detox their bodies as well. Because after that, these masculine women you've been dealing with, you are going to have to erase everything that went down. Well, I wouldn't say erase it. I would have to say examine it and then disregard any kind of unhealthy behavior that you were exhibiting. And then put that ego aside and humble yourself and be ready to start over. And you have to do it despite what anyone says or thinks because that's you that has to live with yourself. You have to look in the mirror as a man and see and like what you see, because that's a part of, um, of of putting ourselves on high vibrational levels. Is it can be painful, and you'll have to lose a lot, and you'll have to go against some people. But it has to be that important to you as a man to want to have a truly healthy relationship with a black woman. Because, brother, once you get it down pat and you guys do learn how to balance your masculine and feminine energies. Oh, it's so beautiful. Oh, it's, it's so beautiful. It is euphoric. There is, there's nowhere like it. So, you know, brothers, you got to get used to something new got to let go of the way you're used to talking and the way you're used to walking. I mean, that's just a reality. And if you can't do that, then you might not be ready, brother. And that's fine because you need to be ready when you're ready. Because if you're not truly ready, then you are going to mess up whatever woman you come into contact with. If she's ready and you're not, you're going to mess her up. Now, sisters, let's talk about what relationship detoxing means for us. First, it means to place the value on you. Now, we all, we're all not going to ignore the elephant in the room. We all commonly know there are too many of us as black women who had either no relationship or a fragile, barely there relationship with our fathers. It's not the common for us to all say, yeah, we had totally strong, wonderful, perfect, involved fathers. You know, that's just not the story for most of us there are some of us that were blessed in that department and that's wonderful um but this is a part of healing that they're not going to have to complete this is a extra healing step that the 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 others need to complete so now what happens as a woman is you have to first let yourself know that you are allowed to be better that you are allowed to feel better. Because remember the society that we live in and the society that we live in does not like women that it cannot control. Because as we all know, the woman is what? The teacher, the first teacher. So, you know, it ha- we, we, they have to discourage us from really thinking and 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 really taking control and really helping lead our people okay they that they have to discourage that because that's a lot of power that we hold so the first thing is you have to say to yourself that you deserve it no matter what anyone says okay i don't care what it was what it used to be okay i don't care what it what used to be cool if it ain't cool no more then that's what it is If people don't respect that, middle finger. All right, so first you got to commit to being allowed. You have to give yourself permission first. First and foremost. So once you get your permission slip sign, then you have to have, now now that you told yourself you're allowed to love yourself, part of loving someone is being what? Honest with them. So now you got to be honest with yourself and say, okay, what part did I play in any of my pain? Now, either way this goes, you're going to end up letting this pain go, but we have to understand it before we can let it go. So if we've experienced pain due to kinds of men that we chose to put up with, guess what? That one's on us. Yes, sister. Oh, I know. We could blame him all day. Well, he put me through this, and he put me through, and you let him. You let him, sis. Because I know, man, as, as, a, as a woman, as a good woman, the thought of having to start over with a new man, give your body to a new man, it, can, it gives you anxiety. It literally freaks you out. But and, and if you chose not to do that, that's fine, but you still have to take that accountability and say, I chose that. That was a choice I made for myself because that way you have run out of people to blame. Because what happens is you blame someone else for everything, and b- but before you know it, you never have to really handle any of your problems because everything was someone else's fault. So, part of this. Growth as a woman is learning who really is to blame and who's not once and for all. You chose to deal with a man that just wasn't a good look, then hey, take the L. All right, I chose that. So next step is forgiveness. Now forgive yourself for choosing that. I'm sorry for choosing that and I'm sorry for deciding to allow myself be put through that. Whew, then breathe. Oh, it's gone. It's out. And tell yourself just like that. Boom. That's it. I just, I said it. I brought it to life. I manifested it. I apologized and I forgave myself. And then it's done. You know, so, okay. Now, relationship detox. Now we got to look at where we went wrong. Now let's talk about other things. When it comes to, you know, issues with, with our fathers. Was that your fault? No. You know, if 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 a man's a deadbeat, he was a deadbeat before you were even conceived. There was nothing that you, you know, did or didn't do that you wasn't, that you weren't. We can't be dramatic. Oh, you weren't good enough. Yes, you were. He was just a deadbeat. Okay, so any pain that comes from that, that's not your fault. So you have to forgive him. Now you say, my father is the source of XYZ pain that I feel. okay. I forgive him. So now you have forgiven, you have asked for forgiveness, apologized, and given forgiveness to everyone that needed it so that you can feel better. Okay, now there's that weight off of your shoulder. The next thing you are going to have to do, sisters, is a physical womb cleansing. You're going to need to cleanse because as women, you hold on to every piece of man that you let inside you. Okay, I'm about to go off on a quick tangent. So I was scrolling through um, Instagram and I saw um, uh, a Insta snap of Amber Rose is being posted. And she was like, oh, I'm so unhappy. You know, the only thing that makes me happy is my organization. And I'm like, all right, let's all let's all take a step back. And let's all look at all these beautiful, famous, rich women that are telling you, look, she is giving you the blueprint.'" When these women talk about, oh, being sexually free, guess what the gag is with that? Being sexually free imprisons you. (laughs) Listen, sister. Once again, we cannot go falling for ideals that are not from our own ancestors. Never in the history of our ancestors have our queen mothers Ever told us, oh, yes, yeah, sis, go out there and smash all these dudes. It's your body. You do what you want. That is not our culture. Never has been, never will be. It's not going to start now. So as much as these women be encouraging you to be, quote, unquote, sexually free, they are actually signing your life away. they locking you up and throwing away the key. That leads to emptiness inside of you, sister. That nut feels good in that little 10 minutes of D he just gave you. But sister, the pain that's going to come after that is not worth it. We don't have sex for nothing. We don't have sex for nothing. That's the number one. There is nothing wrong with having sex. Let me, I'm not a prude. I'm not out here like queen, queen, holy, like, oh. Don't have sex is bad. No, sex is great. But don't have it for no reason. You know, if you if you asking and effing on a dude that is not fulfilling you, is not committed to you. Guess what happens every time you let him inside you, a little piece of you die every time you retain, you retain every lover you let inside of you. You retain him His energy, good and bad, and you retain whatever other women that he's dealing with or has dealt with. So just think about all that energy and all that spirit that you're letting inside yourself. Then you wonder why these same girls telling you to go out and be sexually free because it's your body are the same ones crying themselves to sleep every night. Wow. Everything that glitter ain't gold. Okay, abusing your womb does not get you revenge. It does not make you feel better. It doesn't, it doesn't show that you're free. It shows that you don't value yourself. You're killing yourself. You want to you show somebody some revenge? Keep your legs closed. <laughs> That's revenge. You know, ain't, ain't nobody. what you got to understand is the vagina is a healing agent. It's a healing organ. So these men, they come to you to dump everything inside of you. A condom don't protect you from that. There's no spermicide that protects you from that. So the joke's on you, sis. So the next, stop, the next step is going to be to close your legs. And don't open them again until it's to a man that is a real man that's going to respect you. Period. To a real man that's going to commit to you. Keep them Closed. Period. Now, if you choose to go against that, you're going to end up hurting yourself. Okay, you slicing your own finger, trying to watch for someone else to bleed. That's just not the way it goes. So, you're going to need to detox your womb. So that it's it, 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 it's a matter of a diet. It's a matter of uh, you. You may want to check out yoni pearls. Yoni Pearls is a nine-day cleanse of your vagina. That is the way I guarantee, I, I, I guarantee in the way I recommend to detox your wound. That is a, a very important step. Now, it's something that you cannot do if you're pregnant or breastfeeding. You know, but any sisters not currently doing that, I'd recommend it. Now, you're also going to have to heal from... Feminized men. So just like the brothers have to heal from masculinized women, the sisters have to heal from feminized males. So now you're going to have to learn how to speak to him with respect. You're going to have to learn how to watch your mouth. Because the way we speak to brothers sometimes... It's just, once again, it goes back to the way we were spoken to as children. So, remember the power of your tongue as a woman. We can speak either life or death into a man. So, we have to choose very wisely. Now, quick disclaimer. I am saying this in regards to you dealing with a healthy, masculine, real man. Because this is not going to work on anyone else. Any other brother is going to take advantage of this. So what I'm talking about is a healthy man. All right, let me put a disclaimer out there. This does not work on anybody else. All right, so now we're going to have to learn how to talk to him. There is no putting him down. There is no sarcasm and smart, demeaning remarks. There's none of that. All right, so we, we have to start learning how to respect him. Then you need to educate Yourself as a woman, on why he needs to be respected, you know, why he gets that certain level of respect because he has been designated as the protector of your family, which means that he is expected to lay his life down for his family at any given moment because of that honor that he would have to bestow upon his family, he gets that high ranking because he has the biggest responsibility. That That is the Biggest form of protection and love is to have to give your life for someone else's. And a real man will give his life for his family without even blinking twice. All right. So because he holds that honor in your family, it's very important to speak to him respectfully. He deserves it. He's providing for your family. He's protecting your family. He deserves that because he's helping sustain. He's doing his part of the sustenance of your family. Okay, so he deserves that respect. So we're definitely going to watch the way you speak to him, because otherwise, let's say if you haven't, you know, got your femininity down pat and then you do run into that good, masculine, healthy male. But you don't have your end of the bargain set up. Guess what? He's not going to wait around for you. A man in tune with his masculinity is not going to play with you. He is not going to beg you. You know, to do your part because you're not going to have to beg him to do his. So, you're going to need to make sure that we're, you know, revamping the way we talk to our brothers because he is not going to play that. Okay. He's not going to. He loves himself. He knows himself. So, he's not going to accept that. He's going to know he deserves better than that. All right. So, make sure you're setting yourself up so that. When you want that man that you're looking for, you're asking for, you got what he needs too, because it is a two way street, sis. So, all that crazy sideways talking, no. What I recommend, because I know me, I'm so glad I changed my life because, boy, I used to have a mouth on me. You hear me? Oh, my God. I'm talking. <laughs> I'm talking about, I don't say some things to some people. Where I just I look back like I said that damn you know but that was the old angry me I am I am a child of God now thank God for growth like you know shout out to the ancestors aye aye so um yeah now all that sideways talking it's it's not gonna work so someone like me who is a recovering smart mouth what I do is I just don't say anything. Because saying anything is saying something, too. So if I'm having an issue and I feel like this nigga tried me, because everybody makes mistakes. Some people are not paying attention to the things they do and how they may affect other people. You know, we're all learning. And because once we heal each other separately, we then have to do like the the real life test run Slash, we're really doing this, so then you gotta heal yourselves and then come together and then figure out how to work those final kinks out before you really get that boat running smoothly. So there may be some bumps, so you have to be able to say, Okay, if we are having a bumping arrow, if you feel like you're going to say something disrespectfully or in a disrespectful manner your best bet may be to say absolutely nothing. Because then there's nothing you have to take back. Then there's no damage that was done, you know, because you said something foul. You don't have to worry about it. Just close your mouth. Say nothing. Sometimes you need to give things time to calm down before you talk about it. So that's my recommendation. If you're, you know, on this journey and trying to grow and trying to do better, I recommend that that's a great way of going about it. So, um, so yeah, I just hate how it's just so common that I see, I know myself has gone through it, you know, my sisters, I see friends that all go through that where it's like, okay, you know, we want to make these changes to be more feminine. We want to make these changes to grow. But then when we come at the men with our femininity, they're confused. They're confused. They don't even know how to handle it. There are some, that's why I say black man, you got to detox. That's why, this is what this all comes down to. Y'all brothers, like, there, there are so many of y'all where if a black woman was to come to you and just be nothing but sweet and kind to you, you would think she was trying to finesse you. <laughs> you know, you're going to mess it up. Because... I, I've had this happen to me before because, that's that. like I said, I choose to say nothing before I say something disrespectful. Because I don't like feeling tried. That's my personal thing. If I feel tried, I want to just immediately take the gloves off. That's me. I go from like 0 to 100. I hate that. Only because I don't disrespect people. So, it's like if you disrespect me, you had to have gone out your way to do that. Because I stayed out your way. So... You know, I have a complex with that. Like, I don't like that at all. And and only because I've kind of had to be that way. So I'm trying to, you know, not attend every battle I'm invited to. I don't have to prove myself and my points all the time. So what I'll do is I won't say anything. So I don't have a man say before, oh, you know, you, you want to just not talk because you want to disappear because you probably want to be Messing with some other dude, and that's when us as ladies you have to sit back and be like, Now, what kind of hoes or masculinized women was he dealing with prior to me? To where if I come to you and speak on how I feel, or say, Listen, we're we are angry, this is not the time, we're gonna just not say anything and not speak right now. That your a man's reaction to that would be. Oh, she must be saying that so she can go out and open her legs for some guy. If that is the way you take that as a man, you have not did a relationship detox. You are still letting what women who did not know themselves uh, and, and what they did, you are letting that affect this feminine woman. So these are examples on ways as a man that you can really screw up if you finally do come in, ta- in contact with that healthy feminine woman, how you can easily mess that up if you have not detoxed yourself first. And I know that there's so many brothers listening to this right now and they're like, damn, because, you know, you don't did that before. <laughs> you know, what kind of women are you dealing with that are making up lies to fake mad to go open their legs? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> Detox. If that's your first thought, like my brother, who just come here, give me a hug. So, um, so yeah, like I said, you know, we, we honest on this show. And so I know that someone listening to this, either that has happened to you or, you know, someone where that has happened to them. So. I just wanted to have this segment so we can have that honest dialogue because, like I said, this is something that is so common and something that we can all relate to. Our esteemed ancestor, Frances Cress Welsing, is our queen of the week this week. Miss Welsing is a psychiatrist. She was born in 1935. She actually passed away um, back in 2016 when, when Miss Welsing um, passed away. Her transition was I mean, in a way, it was so refreshing because the beauty is that as African people, we never die. Okay. So, I mean, there was beauty in knowing that the ancestors had gained strength, you know, I mean, that's a hell of an ancestor to have. So a part of me was happy because I'm like, okay, you know, I can only imagine how she's being welcomed, you know, throughout her life's work, I can only imagine how She's being embraced. Um, she's worked so hard to get to that point because, you know, that's where it really matters. So a part of me is like, okay, well, I know that she's being welcomed, but it was just sad not, I guess, not to have that access, that physical access to her here. So when she passed away, you know, we are also connected as a people. And when she passed, I felt like it was my own like immediate grandmother that past I just felt so connected to it I I was so affected by it um but she is also an author uh if you haven't read the ISIS papers check that out because she speaks a lot about uh white inferiority complexes because a lot of times when we speak about white fragility and white inferiority people look at that as being mean or speaking badly about white people but it's like it's not and a, a negative opinion or something like that you know it's facts there's actual science you know behind this so her book helps bring to light some of the um sciences associated with their complexes the science you know as to why the black man is uh, looked at as such a threat um and why you know the world is so scared of him so if you really want to get into depth with that check out her book the ISIS papers um, amongst others you know she's she's not hard to find so you don't have to look far for her if you want to um, check out some of her lectures I enjoy listening to her lectures because she's she's witty and she's quick and uh, she's relatable when she speaks and it's I, I love when elders are able to communicate with young people because we need that so badly and a lot of elders, they can start to feel as though they're above speaking to the young people. Like, you know, And but I appreciate the elders that take time out of their schedules to speak to the youth. So, Miss Welsing, that is our queen of the week this week. Real quick, 6 has officially been launched. That's 6 S-I-X-T-H-E-G-O-D-D-I-S dot com. On the website, you can book a feminine consultation. The feminine consultations can be done with men and women. I have women that I book feminine consultations with where she's having issues communicating um, or having issues expressing her emotions in feminine ways. It's affecting her life, affecting relationships. I have... Women who want to have feminine consultations for things like that. Or I have some women who are just trying to learn more about femininity, what it means, how to express it. I also have brothers who come to me and they say, okay, I'm a brother where I am learning how to conduct myself properly as a masculine male. And now I need assistance on how I respond to healthy feminine women. So I do uh, consulting work. You can book a consultation there. Uh, Or if you would like to do a booking for any kind of hosting or panels, um, lectures or anything of that nature. Uh, You can also, there are earrings for sale on the site. I have um, a small earring collection that I've launched there. And there are tons of new things that are coming to the site as well. So you'll be able to shop, you'll be able to get comfortable, you'll be able to feel the good energy there. So check the website out. Um, shop a little, make yourself at home and you know, support a sister. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, check a sister out. I know that by now, everyone has heard about the This is America video from Childish Gambino. And I did a post about this earlier, but... This finesse, this okie doke Okay, we do not need to talk about our pain just to talk about it. If we're going to talk about pain, we need to be talking about the pain because we are talking about the healing. Okay? Anyone that capitalizes on exploiting and displaying our pain without truly searching for solutions cannot keep getting our attention our time our money it just can't work that way so childish gambino gets on camera and exploits every traumatizing event that has ever happened to us as a people and is still happening to us as a people which we know we know about all the bad. You know, we, we know about all the the bloodshed. We live it every day. Okay. So thank you for creating this whole elaborate video to remind us of that. And the funniest part about it all is you sat here and nit- whipped and through this whole video, you know, being all feminine and and fishy. And You're going to sit and do all that, and then you went home that same night and, like, rubbed your white wife's feet. (laughs) Okay, and then some people make the argument that, oh, well, it's not about the messenger, it's about the message. Uh, no. You know this is about? This is about life or death, babe. This is not about, oh, but it's art. No, it's not art. He's making money off of this. This is real. I don't, I don't know what you mean by this is art. No, this is money. All right? So you have to look at the finesse there that your pain will be exploited on camera. And then a white woman <laughs> is collecting the check behind this um, alleged art. So since we know by now that the solution to black problems is black families, then it's safe to say that anyone who has anything to say in opposition of us pushing for uh, black families strictly and, you know, with accountability, anyone that can have a problem with that is our enemy. If you have any ifs, ands, or buts, if you are bringing your own personal feelings or how you think into um, into discussions when we speak about the black family, you can save it. There's no gray area. It's very black or white. You you have a clear decision to make. Don't straddle the fence with me. You know when I have a black son, I don't know what your situation is, but I love my child dearly, and I'm going to do what I have to do for him. And what that means is strong black families. I cannot bring a white man into my home to raise my black son. All right. If we've made mistakes in the past, which we all have, we're not perfect. It does not mean we have to live in our mistakes. That's not what it means. Okay. So, um, yeah, that accountability, you don't get to exploit our pain. And then when it really matters, the actions that we really need to be taking those life or death actions that we need to be taken to stay alive, to give any kind of future or hope for our children, for our children to not have to suck white people's asses to get anywhere in life. If we're trying to do that for our children, then that is going to require strict, strict lines When it comes to how someone feels about the black family, you don't get to exploit black pain and then take the tools that you have that would that would help to be one less family without that you can be the one to make the difference in your own communities, to give your love, protection and loyalty to a black woman. She's the one that needs it. Like I said, we are at war right now. You can't say you can't help who you love because it takes time and investment to fall in love with someone. If you say you can't help who you love, then you're one of those people who has never really been in love. You've been in lust. You've been in high levels of lust and codependency. But I don't want to hear you can't help who you love. Yes, you can. It takes a lot of on purpose actions to fall in love. So yes, you can help who you love. So if when it matters most, which is a solution to these problems that you're exploiting on camera, if you drop the ball there, then guess what? You don't get to make money off of this because basically you're getting paid to keep us to where we're what what you portrayed in the video to where we're being murdered, to where it's bloodshed. You know, they hire niggas like you to keep us that way. They're not hiring, you know, black men who are gonna be out here. Can you imagine there's not a single black man on the TV right now that's like, oh yes. I believe that black men should only be with black women and marry them and and help take care and and do our part to take care of our children. I don't believe that any black man should ever be giving his love and protection to any woman outside the race. Says no man on no black man on TV ever. So what I tell you, you get paid to keep us down. You have a huge platform that you can affect so many people. And you choose to do it in a way that does not encourage our real freedom, our real the the way that we really make our lives better. The real solution to the root of the problem with everything, because guess what? Children from strong black families are not going to be. And I want to say strong black families that know who they are, because we got a lot of strong black families where they're going to blame all their problems in their family on the devil. Okay, so I'm talking about strong black families that know who they are and are taking accountability for who they are. Strong black families that are defending themselves. All right? So, if you if you are in a quote-unquote artist, well-known artist, and you have this platform, and you fail your people on that platform, then, you know, just keep it moving. Mind your business. Stay out of family problems. So... We have to be that strict. Childish Gambino should not have gotten a single view from any of us. Because you tap dancing on our backs, bro. (laughs) So, you know, I would like to see for us have more standards for ourselves. We're not a cheap date. All right. We got to stop be having to be so easy to where it's like, ooh, shiny. Hell no. Everything that glitters ain't gold. So, uh, yeah. Can we not... You know what I'm saying? Like, when I see niggas reposting that shit, I'm thinking, I I wanted to be like a mean old mama and just pop up to your school and grab you by the ear and embarrass you. Take that shit down, nigga. Take that shit down. That's what I wanted to do, but I I chill. You know what I'm saying? I said my little piece, but, you know, that is what it is. You know, you can't pimp us. We've been pimped for too long. So we now need to decide, okay, we're not... This is just not happening anymore. Like, we got to put our foot down. We've been working girls for too long. Not anymore. <laughs> so, um... So, yeah. We're pretty much out of time for this week. I feel like there's, like, so much to say. I really have to, like, chop it up into different episodes. Because you can't, you know, be on your show, like, running your mouth for two or three hours. It doesn't does not work that way. So, um... You know, I try to break things up, but then it makes it juicy because then the week goes by and I be thinking, it's funny because it's like y'all are my best friends. It's like, it's like, I be thinking the other day, like, ooh, I have to talk about that. Like, throughout the week, I'd be like, ooh, we should talk about this. Like, like, I can't wait to go talk to my friends how I feel. Like, I feel that close with my listeners. So I want to thank everyone for the reviews you're leaving, for the ratings you're leaving, um, all the subscribing, liking. I cannot begin to explain how much I appreciate it. The support the show has gotten, it just, it melts my heart. I love my people so much. They say that we do not support each other, but that is a lie. We definitely do support each other. I love you all dearly. Have a great week, and always remember, peace, love, and black power.